Saturday for a bonsai trees. We're opening a shop across the street. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Great. Well, welcome to the neighborhood. Oh, thanks. thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I love bonsai. So perfect, you know? Yeah, well, maybe when we get our trees in, you could, uh, you know, come visit the shop. You'll yeah. meet my partner, too. Huh? Well, I haven't even really met you yet. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. Oh. Uh, Daniel LaRusso. Jessica Andrews, sorry. Welcome to Karate Kid 3 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 3, three trademarked minutes at a time. I'm Robin, call sign the pun-isher. <laughs> I'm Matt, call sign Piggle. <laughs> <laughs> Just because Piggle's a funny word. <laughs> and joining us today from Top Gun Minute, Brian, a.k.a. Kaboom. Or call sign kaboom. kaboom, kaboom. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I used to be in the military, as I said, and I built bombs for a living. And oh, wow, they go kaboom. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, today we are talking about minutes thirty to thirty-three of the Karate Kid Part Three. Lots of threes. Uh, they begin with Daniel getting frustrated and end with Daniel getting a date. Uh, we pick up where we left off on Monday. With Miyagi explaining what karate means to him, which is, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Trophy doesn't mean, uh, karate doesn't mean anything for a trophy, but defense, yes. Um, and Daniel, you know, he asks Daniel if he understands, and Daniel says, I wish I did. Um, so yeah, this came up with, I came up with some questions after this exchange. Isn't Miyagi constantly teaching him karate? Like, what's the difference if it's for the tournament or not? <laughs> mm. Yeah, they're always doing karate. Right. Like, if he found out that Daniel signed up for the tournament, would Miyagi be like, well, lesson's off. <laughs> I'm teaching you for the wrong reasons. You're going down a path I cannot follow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess he just wants to intensify his training, I guess, and, I don't know, yeah. learn some specific killer moves. Teach me I know, a fatality. Like, I know that's what, that. That was my last question. Is like, is he just fishing for like a good finishing move for this movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I, uh, I need a new trick. And you know, if Daniel feels so like he's so experienced, like, is he just looking for a refresher? Like, how do I do karate again? Or, or like, why can't Daniel kind of train on his own with like the stuff he already knows? Mm. Let's say he signed up for Habitat for Humanity, right? And just built a lot of houses. <laughs> and, you know, or, you know, signed up for community service and just started, like, picking up garbage on the side of the road. And just everything is karate lessons. So um, he could do this on his own. I just, you know, he's is is uh, is Miyagi Dumbo's feather <laughs> yeah, he at this feels... point if he's so experienced? <laughs> He just feels better about it if if he knows Miyagi's in his corner. Yeah. Um, so Miyagi can't make him understand, so I guess he decides to give him time to think about it. So he just, like, go across the street, find a nice pot for the bonsai. But Daniel, again, just is not giving up. And, you know, it's he's not full uh, car dealer Daniel like he was when he was trying to sell Miyagi on the fact that he just bought him a bonsai shop, but he's just like, you know, okay, I'll, I'm going to do my trick where I like leave him alone, but I'm going to leave the pen and the paper, the application there, and then just kind of say, oh, no big deal, no big deal, we got time. And obviously he's just going to cave, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That totally works every time. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, Miyaki goes ahead and starts uh, using the charcoal and drawing the tree. And I got to say, like, it really bugs me that the bottom of the paper isn't secure. And you can see <laughs> when he moves the charcoal, it kind of brings the paper up and smudges it a little bit. That's no way to draw. <laughs> yeah. He apparently didn't go to art school. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we cut to a shot inside the pottery store across the street. And we yeah. see Daniel passing between his and Miyagi's vehicles and crossing the street. And we see a different kind of potted plant in the store window. We see a cactus. Yeah. In the midst of all of Delia, De- Delia Dietz's sculptures. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't sure how to describe those, but that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Beetlejuice. I mean, all those sculptures are weird. Like one looks like a, a hand coming off one side and a foot in the other, and they both are covered in socks. And yeah, <laughs> there's like a little fish on top of a, it looks like a round ball, like a cannonball size thing with a fish on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really weird. And this seems like a completely like worked in shop. I almost wonder if, uh, this was a pottery shop at, at one time um, or something artsy, you know, like a some sort of craft studio, not craft macaroni and cheese. Daniel, calm down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did look on Google Maps and uh, according to the, the at least the street view from the year that it was taken, I'm not sure. But it, it, this place is now a tattoo shop. So, <laughs> so, um. So we cut to hands uh, molding a clay vase on a pottery wheel. It's not and, Demi uh, Moore, right? I, I was going to say, this is obviously the most famous scene in yeah. movie history involving a pottery wheel. This <laughs> one right here? Yeah. Yeah, of, of course. Yeah, of course. Like a ghost <laughs> ripped it off like a year later, made yeah. it a little bit more erotic, whatever. <laughs> um, but um, I, of course, had to do research on pottery wheels <laughs> and i did watch a whole video of someone showing how it works and it doesn't seem very easy like um no it's easy to knock that shit down <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, apparently they, it's pretty easy for her because her hands are actually fairly clean yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah i guess you know you dip your hands in water and then you start molding it and working your way and making it go up and they actually called the process uh throwing um this is because in old english to throw uh meant to twist and turn and you know some of the more modern uh pottery people use the word turning but throwing throwing is still used so yeah if someone asks you if they're gonna throw a pot you know the natural follow-up question is gonna have to be are you into pottery because if if the answer is yes you're safe if the answer is no, duck. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I'm going to throw a pot. Really? <laughs> um, all right. So we now see new character, Jessica Andrews, uh, at the pottery wheel. And Daniel enters this back room of the pottery shop, and she's got music blaring. So she asked Daniel to turn it off for her. Um, and it's like we learn later that Jessica doesn't own this business. So I wonder how her employer feels about her just leaving the shop open and having music blaring so anybody can just walk in off the street. Was it not her, her mom's shop or is it? Or is, 
I can't remember. Yeah. I'll learn it when I get there. Yeah. <laughs> I just know it's not her shop. Yeah. Uh, before we get into uh, Ms. Lively, I must mention the song on the boombox is called The First Impression, funny enough. Um, and it's recorded for the soundtrack by Jude Cole. Now, Jude tried several times in the late 80s and 90s to break out as a solo artist. I'm sure when he heard, uh, I'm getting a song on the Karate Kid soundtrack, and uh, the next one, yes, I'm going to be so, I'm the next Peter Cetera. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, by year 2000, he actually ended up throwing in the towel uh, and started to manage and co-write songs for the band Lifehouse. Uh, okay. So hanging by a moment, everything, you and me, that that band, uh, yeah. you know, any, anybody who watches Smallville that would know this. Uh, <laughs> um, he also been opened to, up a been record to, studio. Yeah. So we've been to Please a karaoke bar because I've I've. <laughs> I've sang a couple of those songs myself. <laughs> yeah. He also opened up a record studio called Ironworks Records with his business partner, Keeper Sutherland. And Jude got married to Lori Pfeiffer, who is Michelle's younger sister. So Jude's doing pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, enough about But Jude I mean, Cole. this was still the height of his career right here. Yeah. <laughs> In this most famous I mean, pottery scene. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, this is the latest, this is, you know, they tried to replicate it by putting some sort of uh, Bill Medley uh, tune in the Righteous Brothers, right? Mm. Uh, you don't know anything about the Righteous Brothers, right, Brian? No, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jude Cole is the obviously the original. Um, got it. So, Robin Lively. Let's talk Robin Lively. Um, 16 years old when she was cast as Jessica, who is Daniel's new love interest. And uh, yeah, he is how old? 27? <laughs> gross. Yeah, yeah so, very gross. Yeah, there were, she, she, I, I've listened to a couple of interviews with her. She said there were still like rewrites going on when she was cast. Like everybody is, everybody who is interviewed about this movie is like, yeah, the movie was one thing and then they rewrote this and, and I got handed new scenes. Yeah. So one of them, uh, according to her interviews, is uh, they they turn Jessica. I mean, of course, evidence is evident in the movie. They turn Jessica into more of a friend role, not in these scenes, but <laughs> and it was because of the age difference. Because uh, she was a teenager, and uh, even though their characters are pretty much the same age, uh, I think Ralph was a little squeamish, and you know, and Jessica was understand. Or not Jessica. Uh, Robin was understanding. By the way, Robin uh, spells her name with a Y. And I just want to decree on this podcast that all female Robins should use the Y uh, yeah. spelling to mm -hmm. make sure. I mean, because obviously the I in a Robin is much more masculine sounding. Um, and I just, I think <laughs> there should be so. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> there should be a lot. Um, but Ys are cooler. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And girls are cooler. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey. My name is Brian, and it's with an I. So, <laughs> no Y for you? Nope. Only, only no, the, women, Brian named, with a only the women named Brian can use the Y. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if and Brian, I know you're listening. Brian with a Y, I know you're listening, and I am sorry. Um, uh, these are just the rules. Um, 
Yeah, I saw this like uh, stupid rumor that I didn't see verified, so I I shouldn't even mention it on the podcast. But it's just speaking of the internet, like uh, the other thing they were like they made Jessica uh, a friend because uh, Ralph's wife would get like jealous or something. But it's just like yeah, he's had love interests in other movies uh, before and since. I don't think that was the problem. I think it was the fact that she was sixteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I I would hope that my wife would would object to that also at the same time. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking... I, I'm glad I'm glad they did this though. I don't I don't need a third love interest in three movies right. for Daniel. And like, how often do a male and a female character just get to be friends in a movie? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's a it's a good it's it, it, it's it's good to have somebody almost like on you know equal ground with. You know, Daniel, Although, you know, the last two were, I think, as well on equal ground. But I don't know. It, it, it's cool to see that it doesn't have to involve like, a, you know, some sort of love scene and a love song and yeah. yada, yada, yada. Um, speaking of rewrites and delays, uh, this is not the original Jessica. Robin Lively was cast later. Uh, Leanna Creel uh, was originally cast as Jessica. Uh, she went through pre-production rehearsals. She went through screen tests, even got fitted for wardrobe. But because production was delayed, she ended up having to quit because she is a triplet. And her two sisters and her had already had uh, a gig booked to star in The Parent Trap Part 3. So another Part 3. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and... I hope I've shared the video by now, but if I haven't, I'll try to remember this week. Uh, the, the screen test with Jonathan Avildsen, who ended up playing Snake, playing Mike Barnes, has Leanna Creel in it. You only see really the back of her uh, playing Jessica. So, hmm. um, so yeah, after Leanna was out, they had to find a new Jessica, so they opened up auditions, and it turns out that uh, Heather Graham also tested for Jessica. Oh, fellow uh, Twin Peaks girl. I know, Robin Robin saw her during casting and was just like, yep, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> it was just like, she is gorgeous. Uh, and then, of course, they ended up working together in Twin Peaks. Uh, and Robin says... Uh, when she was testing, she got to meet Ralph and she was so excited because she loves the karate kid so much. And you can tell like in the interviews that I've, uh, you know, listened to with her, like she's pretty proud of being a part of the karate kid movies. Um, she doesn't have anything bad to say about it. You know, she, I think in like one interview, she mentions there had been, there were some like tense moments where Ralph was really frustrated about, you know, script rewrites or whatever. But besides that, you know, she's, super proud of it and we'll always talk about it um and uh she learned how to do pottery for the role she said she made some bowls and some mugs uh and around the same time robin was working on karate kid 3 she was also starring in the cult favorite uh teen witch uh a movie yes. i've never seen but i've heard about uh, I've, seen it. I've seen it a few times yeah that's yeah. the one with the viral sensation top that right yeah sure yeah <laughs> you haven't seen that yeah. i haven't i was considering should we do that we we have like one bonus episode should we do teen witch in honor <laughs> of robin lively being in this movie is it a good time <laughs> what, what's that i say is it a good time uh, is it a good time 
I yeah, don't know. I haven't seen Brian. it. Rest uh, and Brian. Oh, oh, oh okay. for me. Oh, I mean, yeah, if you want to, but it's it's really cheesy. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's good. Yeah. This is. But, I don't know. It's going to really conflict but, with this serious movie. <laughs> she, she looks great in that movie. Okay. Yeah, she can in this movie. She's she's very kind of homebody, you know, and but in there, in Teen Witch, you know, she's the girl that, you know, she's kind of a a loser. And then she gets witch powers, and then all of a sudden she becomes a popular girl, has the big 80s hair, you know, and the nice. 80s vests, and, you know, she looks great. <laughs> yeah. So Awesome. I mean, that's, that is definitely one of those movies that I'm like, I should watch that sometime. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the movies uh, that I, I, I never admitted until I became an adult that I ever watched it. <laughs> It's a girls' movie, right. uh, you know. Maybe it would be a good uh, bridge, at, you know, between uh, Karate Kid Three and another girls' movie uh, next. Karate Kid. <laughs> um, okay, so following her history here, then in 1990, which is you know a year after this movie was released, she was in six episodes of Twin Peaks. Um, she's done a lot of TV since uh, Young Indiana Jones, uh, Doogie Howser. She actually dated. Neil Patrick Harris uh, for like a whole year back when that show was on. Um, she's also in one of my favorite X-Files episodes, Field Trip. Uh, she guested on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, notably, she did play the mom on a family series for Amazon Prime called Gordimer Gibbons Life on Normal Street. And I mentioned that because there is an episode where one of the kids takes karate from Sensei Jeff. Uh, who is played by, according to her interviews, uh, her real life, really good friend, Billy Zapka. So, huh. uh, and then I, I kind of like did some poking around the internet and Billy actually uh, played this up on Twitter when this episode was filmed, taking pictures with uh, Robin Lively uh, together and then saying like, you know, uh, hey, I ran into Robin Lively, LaRusso's girl from part three payback time <laughs> uh some other connections uh she in that in that show she, uh, uh johnny uh dicenzo uh dimitri uh guested on that show too before he was on cobra kai and uh and i don't know i i think you guys think jessica should show up on cobra kai somehow even though her character leaves la in this movie oh of course <laughs> she totally should somehow I don't know I'm not sure how they would fit her in Or what she could do yeah. It would have to be like something random Like bumping into her in a, in a Supermarket or something Or uh, Anthony yeah. takes rock climbing And it turns out that she's being taught by Jessica who's just like oh I know your dad <laughs> Yeah Well I mean we're, You know after the, the finale of the last season You know where Chosen Comes back um, you know and Terry Silver's still there, so what are they going to do, you know? So, you know, they could bring her in to do something. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Her and Hillary Swank, like, drive maybe, into town. And maybe. Like, Freak out us girls. Maybe. maybe. Uh, um, oh, crap. I can't think of his name. The, the main character, kid. The one who's going off to find his dad. Maybe that's his dad's new girl. <laughs> I'm just yeah. remembering his. I'm, I keep thinking. I'm flashing on his real name. I was like, you know, Sholo. <laughs> uh, oh my God, why am I blinking? It's catching, Matt. <laughs> Which, whose name are you looking for? 
the star of Cobra Kai besides yeah. the, the 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 teenage uh, Miguel Miguel yeah Miguel, oh, Miguel. yeah Sholo oh. you said it didn't you I did I I couldn't remember the character's name oh Miguel <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like why am I remembering his real name and not his characters uh, because we're such good friends, obviously. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the last fun fact about uh, Robin Lively, she's Blake Lively's sister and Ryan Reynolds' sister-in-law. Uh, in fact, I saw the, a short film in which she played a therapist in some sort of Deadpool Candy Crush video that didn't actually involve Ryan Reynolds at all, but it had Deadpool in it, somebody else playing him. I don't know. All right, so uh, Jessica, back to the movie. Jessica stops throwing her vase and asks what she can do for Daniel. Daniel explains he's looking for pots for his bonsai store across the street, and Jessica welcomes him to the neighborhood. Um, and it's here where I noted her uh, her fashion. Um, she's got the classic denim on denim look. She's got like a wild pink under you know button up shirt overalls and a, a denim shirt over that. I guess it's, you know, you get clay out of that easily. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, know what the, the standard uh, clay molding outfit should be. What did Demi Moore wear? I think she was just like wearing a white button up shirt, maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. no pants. <laughs> yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Again, and it's just not as memorable as this scene. <laughs> and Daniel's still wearing them, you know, Wrangler dad jeans still <laughs> yeah. shirt you tucked know. in shirt tucked yeah button up yeah. shirt tucked in yeah 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 uh jessica says she loves bonsai trees and how perfect they are and so daniel invites her to his shop but jessica realizes they haven't even been introduced yet um so uh yeah daniel tells him his name and, and this is like a this is a this is a thing uh with daniel apparently he flirts with the girl and he's like oh yeah my name <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, for for I just noted like for a relationship that's going to end pretty quickly, like in the next time they meet up, um, she's pretty flirty with him, like just immediately, like you know, talking him up, and uh, and Daniel is doing the classic tripping over his words and forgetting to say who he is, yeah. You know. Um, but then Daniel notices a photo. <laughs> that's it. It's a photo of Jessica rock climbing. And the dude she's climbing with has his head ripped off. Uh, so red flag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to be miss, uh, the next Mister Head Ripped Off? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and he asks what happened to the guy that lost his head, and she calls him calls her out by name and calls her a traitor, Elizabeth Ann Rooney. <laughs> I'm guessing that was her best friend at some point. Yeah, she said the traitor. So, yeah, I'm assuming it was like somebody that betrayed her being a good friend. Yeah. I just love the idea of somebody named Elizabeth Ann Rooney sitting in the theater watching Karate Kid 3 and like, what? <laughs> I didn't do it, I swear. Why did they have to use the full name for this for this person? Like, why didn't they go like my best friend or um, and uh, I read I read someone's blog who had like a fan theory that after seeing Billy Zapka's little Twitter post with uh, Robin Lively, that it wouldn't, wouldn't it be fun to imagine that her ex was none other than Johnny Lawrence? <laughs> 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 like during that, the, that year there he's away or whatever the, the, the year between Johnny started like rock climbing and 
met up with uh, Jessica and then of course ran into Elizabeth Ann Rooney and you know she's just another babe you know so <laughs> but it's like it, it sets it up as almost like it's fate that Daniel and Johnny are just going to keep crossing paths until they settle their beef <laughs> yeah um, in the junior novelization there is no mention of Jessica's ex. She says she likes to rappel down mountains to get different clays for the pots. And I'm just like, there's gotta be an easier way. (laughs) Move to Georgia. There's clay everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, she says in the book that he should come along sometime. And it's, and Daniel's inner monologue here says, uh, he'd rather fight 10 bullies than dangle over a cliff unless he could be with Jessica. <laughs> like he's instantly taken with her in, in the novelization. I'm so glad they didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think he's taken with her in this scene, at least, you know, that doesn't follow through, but yeah, there is flirting and, you know, there's some definite interest here. Um, so yeah, after Jessica probably realizes she's oversharing, she just immediately like, like, uh, yeah. So uh, the pots, <laughs> and uh, Daniel says he wants their, her to put a bonsai tree on the side, uh, because it's their trademark, um, which I, I assume he's thinking about like the back of his gi. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Can you it's trademark like, a bonsai? Maybe yes. Maybe a way it's yeah, drawn. probably a certain design of one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope nobody realizes that. <laughs> <laughs> I've trademarked the concept of a bonsai. Yeah. yeah. And so, trade, you don't want trademark infringement. Yeah. 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 A little, I'm like, wow, what took you so long? No. Um, so suddenly and annoyingly for the rest of the scene, someone is just <laughs> outside honking their horn and yelling for Jessica. <laughs> and it's just like, why? Why would they do this? Uh like just honk honk yo jessica open up the gate (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know jessica just ignores it you know yeah i I thought at at first i thought you know maybe that's her boyfriend you know coming up but but we don't figure out who this guy is for the rest of the movie uh no no exactly it's got really no point uh i don't know if it's a customer if it's somebody delivering something He's telling her to open up the gate. Yeah. And uh, Charles is going to be mad if you don't open it. Charles, yeah. The next one, next minute or minutes. Uh, yeah. It's like, Charles right is going to be end. mad. Yeah. Um, and yeah, again, it's just so weird. And, you know, and, and it's just like, this is, this is one of the things like I hate about movies is when a character ignores an annoying sound or just like stares at it for a, like, someone waking up and the alarm is going off and the, you got to get that moment of them going, Oh, life or whatever. Just turn the alarm off <laughs> or, or the yeah. phone ringing and ringing and ringing or like yeah. somebody leaving a baby crying. This is just the same thing. Just like, why do you put this in your movie? Like we get it. <laughs> there could be better ways not to win. This is supposed to be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So uh, Daniel says he'll see her soon. And for some reason, Jessica went from flirty to crushing hard because she's just like, how soon? <laughs> and it's just like, uh, red flag number two. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and then Daniel starts flubbing his words. And he's like, uh, well, how soon? I don't know. 
Um, Yo, Jessica, honk, honk, honk. Like, <laughs> oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're busy tonight? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think Daniel's like, oh, this girl's on the rebound. I'm on the rebound. She likes bonsai. I, I like bonsai. <laughs> Could be a good match. <laughs> and I, I just like thought about it for a minute. I was like, my boy arrived in Reseda a year ago. <laughs> and he's on his third girlfriend now. <laughs> Uh, red flag uh, red flag <laughs> maybe daniel's a red flag i don't know yeah he's a man whore <laughs> <laughs> so they make a date for seven and she says she lives upstairs go around the side so yeah i guess in this in these moments you're like does she own the place uh, what's going on here it's very uh, convenient mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like oh we don't have to set up another uh, location <laughs> <laughs> so as they enter the uh, the front of the shop, we actually see that somebody is standing in there. I don't know who that is. And yeah. may- maybe it's a coworker, and that's why Jessica's in the back and it's okay. But yeah, they're, just... on the, they're coloring the wall. <laughs> yeah, it's a random person just standing there. Yeah. And they don't even pay attention. Like, it could be a ghost. Who knows? <laughs> um All right. Well, this guy is pretty insistent. So I think it's time I go open up the gate. Uh, so we should wrap this up. Uh, thank you so much for joining us again, Brian. Yeah, thank you. Uh, kaboom, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do you, you want to come right. back on? Uh, <laughs> do you want to come back on Friday for another uh, three Karate Kid three minutes? Well, sure. Well, we live right upstairs, so just kind of go around the side on Friday, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, as for me and Pickle, uh, if you can send us feedback to Karate Kid Minute, <laughs> I, I couldn't make it through. Karate Kid Minute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or join the Miyagi-Do Facebook group. Uh, uh, just search for Karate Kid Minute, and you'll find us. And please, if you got a minute or three, give us a nice rating uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you're enjoying the show. And until next time, you keep for your collection. Pickle. <laughs> <laughs>